0: This is Boys in the You sound very tired,
1: Joe. Uh, Joe's Joe's very tired these days. I don't
0: sleep. That was not that was well, not well, a well, very well. enthusiastic. Uh, welcome the bulls in the ring.
1: You want me to do it again?
0: <laughs> no, you, that,
1: we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> we'll welcome everyone it. to bulls in the ring. How's that? There we go. All right. Yeah, uh, it's it's been a, it's been a long day. Went to the uh, went to the Paramus Zoo today. Actually, yes. I, got, I was part of a play date. Oh, okay. Yeah, my uh, my daughter—it's kind of crazy. My daughter made friends with another little girl at her daycare. Like they became like best friends. So since my my daughter's—do uh, they talk on the phone? No, not yet. Uh, maybe the play phone. Okay. Um, but uh, so my daughter's not there for the summer because my wife's home. They haven't seen each other. So you know the moms got together and scheduled a play date and the husbands got dragged along uh you know so it was was cool but uh i'm just the it's been running around all day and then i want to got after that i went to uh i want to got my phone fixed because i broke my phone screen like a couple months ago and it got to the point where when i was swiping my fingers were getting cut so i i figured it was time to bite the bullet and, and get it fixed so i did that and now i'm here it's been a long day. So you don't you don't have
0: a uh, you don't have a case on your phone.
1: I do. I no, I don't have an OtterBox because those they're so fucking expensive. And the last two phones I had, I didn't bother with an OtterBox, and nothing happened to them. But now, of course, this happened. But it happened. I think I mentioned this. It happened when I was walking a couple of months ago. It just dropped on the pavement. And you know when your phone drops if it's broken or. Not. Like, sometimes you just get that instinct Where you, like Even before you look at it You're like Fuck I know it's broken Oh yeah Because it's happened twice And both times it's happened Like, you just know Like, it, it smacks a certain way On the pavement That you know when you look at it And your heart breaks it, Your heart breaks And your wallet breaks Because you know you have to fucking fix it You can't I mean, you can go Not fixing it But You're gonna cut your fucking fingers up, man It's It's rough it's rough. Um, so, how are you? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm excruciatingly tired. I uh, I'm on vacation right now. I actually I start vacation in technically in an hour because
1: this is your day off. So this is my day off. Yes, I always say that too. Like you don't really start your vacation until like the day off is done. Like if you are, yes. have like Saturdays, Sundays, I like to say like Friday 3 p.m. on vacation, but it doesn't really start until that Monday for, for me, anyway.
0: That's how I look at because it. Because you can
1: still get called for overtime week, on those over on those days on your rest days.
0: Yeah, they're and just I, it, to me. They're just extras. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not technically vacation. But uh, this week, because I was going to be on vacation this week, last week I sat there and said, "I'm like, I got to work a lot of overtime to make up because I'm not going to be at work." So. I don't have that, like, luxury of staying late or doing everything. So, out of the five days,
1: what's that? No, I'll finish what you have to say. I'll, I'll I can come back to it.
0: So, out of the five days I worked uh, this week, I worked four overtime or four overtime shifts. So, I did four 16-hour shifts out of five work days. Jesus Christ. Make that money. So, it money. was 16, 16, 8, 16, 16. Good for you. And then, the last two days, which would have been my Uncle normal Sam days off, here. we put um, a flower bed around the house. Oh, how And cute. there was digging, rototilling,
1: Now, rotatilling, shoveling the flowers, the tons who, of dirt. Who planted the flowers?
0: Uh, me, my wife, and my father-in-law.
1: Oh, so you, oh, okay. So, you, you did it. Interesting.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we essentially were going to pay someone to do it, but um, they... We, They came there, they they, uh, estimated everything out, we went to go pick out flowers, or not flowers, but bushes and everything that we were going to put in the flower beds, Mm -hmm. and he never called us back. So we were like, you know what, fuck it, maybe it's a sign, and we did it ourselves, (laughs) and we probably saved ourselves like two grand.
1: I mean, really, this is, never pay someone to do something that you can easily do yourself if you put some effort in. Planting flowers oh, yeah, sucks. Yeah. Everyone hates planting oh. flowers, but it's not really that hard. You dig a hole, you put the flowers come in their own soil. You just got to take it out of the little black plastic thing and put it in the hole. At least the ones I've always seen.
0: Oh no, no, we did. Uh, we did. do you paint the seeds? Um, like a little rock wall. <laughs> all right. We had to. We had to. Uh, rototill all the ground up because there was a ton of rocks. So we rototilled that up, we laid down new topsoil, we laid down flower bedding, and we put in 20, I think 23 bushes. Hmm. Really? Yeah. you put, oh. Okay. So pretty much around the, pretty much around the, the front and side of the house that is on my mom's bushes side. Bushes or flowers? Is all flower bed now.
1: Oh, it's flowers. Okay, okay. You said bushes, like bushes, like bushes or like...
0: Yeah, we didn't put in flowers, we put in bushes. Oh, okay. So like, we put a you know, foot and a half down for each bush. Wow, okay. And like, they were, you know, it's not like a little, yeah, so we were we were doing a lot of work. Oh, okay. And then we have to go get mulch yet. So we gotta mulch everything. Wow, that's a
1: lot of fucking yard work. I'm surprised you want to do this so late, like, <laughs> you must be fucking beat,
0: man. Uh, I'm on my like fourth cigar in a row, and I had a bangy like two hours ago, so I'm, I'm, raring, I'm raring to go here.
1: Well, now, so I was laughing before. I could, f- for the first time in weeks, I could finally see you. You're sitting around like a yes. fire, and like there's a yes. red hue on you. And if you look in my, because we're on Facetime, of course, there's a red hue around me. It looks like on my screen, it looks like we're just sitting around a yes. campfire talking to each other, telling scary tales. Scary tails. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, we could have some snarry Snails as well if you want those. Mm. Yeah, I can't talk.
1: Uh, so what are you smoking for? Yeah,
0: that, that was my week. And uh, my vacation okay. is going to be a staycation, which I cannot stand.
1: Staycations sometimes are the better vacations, my friend.
0: Uh, I just, I, I, like, I like going.
1: Yeah, but that can be...
0: That could be rough. (laughs) Uh, See, my thing is, um, like, on my weekends, I don't want to do a thing. I just want to, like, sit in my chair and watch TV. But when I'm on vacation, I want to do stuff.
1: Uh, You see, that's kind of, like, well, it depends on the vacation. Summer vacations, yeah. You want to do something because you feel like you're wasting a vacation by sitting at home. Yeah. I always like to take at least one week in the fall, like, around, like, Halloween time, Because that's like my relaxed vacation. Because, you know, the the wife goes to work. And now the kid's going to go to daycare. And uh, I'm just going to sit at home and uh, relax. So I can't wait for that vacation, which is sometime in October. I forget. I forget when I put it. Um, I have have another vacation coming up in a couple weeks. We're going to the shore. And I can't wait. So...
0: This is, like, your, what, like, fifth shore trip? I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> I went there for a weekend in June, um, and then I went to another weekend with my with my side of the family, then we went to Cape Cod. I, I've kind of covered a lot of the shore this year.
0: You are a very shoreish person.
1: I am a Jersey Shore kind of guy, Tom. I am Italian, after all, and us Italians like to yes. go to this, the Jersey Shore. It's been documented.
0: I can tell by the uh, shirt that you're wearing and the chest hair that is protruding.
1: <laughs> I know,
0: it's, it's pretty sexy. Little it's hot out. But yes, uh, we we do have a plan to go to the uh, one fair that's around here. And it's actually like a decent fair. It's not like the uh, Orange County Fair. If anyone is familiar who listens locally, this is actually like a decent fair. It's not what where the... Uh, Sussex County.
1: Sussex County. Sussex. In Jersey? Yes. Which one? Is that the one at the Meadowlands?
0: No, no, no. That, this is the one that is, uh... I think it's over by, like, Skyland Park. In that general area. Oh, I'm okay. not good with Jersey because... He, we, we had this discussion at the uh, cabin this year when someone was trying to explain to me where Evil ShopRite was and I had no clue because, to me, the towns in, in, um... New Jersey are like it's like a jigsaw puzzle. I yeah, like the borders are are crazy there. They're I hate Jersey. I kind of like I their roads. Driving.
1: I hate yeah, I hate driving in Jersey. I hate it. And I live right next to Jersey. Like I'm like a stone's throw away from Jersey, so I'm constantly in Jersey, and it's just nothing but a fucking mess. Their goddamn jug handles and their fucking U-turns and their asshole drivers. Uh, yes. No offense to anyone who lives in Jersey who's listening to this. I'm not talking about you. We're talking about the other people from Jersey, like Big Papa, that guy. Yeah. He's a, oof. You ever seen yeah, him no drive? <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, you, what are you smoking right now, since you smoked four already? What I are you currently?
0: I literally just put it out, the one that I was smoking, but I'm going to be uh, smoking now. I'm going to relight this one, or light it, I guess I should say, in a second, is a uh, Rocky Patel.
1: Excellent, excellent. Yes. Uh, I'm smoking the Blackbird Rook, it's called. These are the ones I told you about. They're like color-coordinated. So if you can see, Tom, it is blue. Blue. It's very bluish. I like, you know, it's a nice little color. Yeah, it's a good good cigar, nice light leaf. I smoked one um, the other day called Ghost that they had on the counter. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. I like Ghosts, So <laughs> I'm going to smoke it. Um, man, I didn't, (laughs) I hate dark cigars so much. Just for the simple fact that, oh my, I hate it. Because they leave such a nasty ass taste in your mouth when you're done with them. Like, I had to brush my teeth twice to even, like, get it somewhat back to normal. My mouth, it was rough. It was a little rough.
0: Yeah, I think I'm on my, this is my fifth one right now. I'll be lighting.
1: Very nice. I'm also, for the first time in a really long time, I'm having a drink during this podcast. Oh, not beer. Because uh, that's that's a lot carbs. I'm having uh, straight vodka. So this should be interesting. in Another 20 minutes.
0: Straight vodka. Straight vodka. I,
1: and ice. I put ice.
0: I put ice. So oh, I,
1: yeah. I, I'm sorry, I, Tom.
0: I don't know how you do that.
1: It, listen, man. When you when 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 life is rough, sometimes you just need some straight vodka. <laughs> to help it out, but, you know, I, like I said, I had a very long day. It's a very long weekend, and it was a very long week. So uh, I kind of ate dinner late. Usually, I do my fasts, and I, I don't try and eat after eight till noon the next day. But we ate because you know our daughter went to bed so late, and we were just running around like we didn't eat dinner until like after eight o'clock. So my fast is out the window. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna have a drink during during the podcast and. That's the case, and maybe loosen up the, the mouth a little bit. So uh, now
0: you you took her to the zoo.
1: Yeah, it's a paramus zoo. It's like a small zoo. It's not like a it's not like a Bronx zoo.
0: But I assume she was walking around for a good amount of it.
1: Yeah, we we put we had her in her stroller for a little bit, but um we felt bad. because like it was her friend that she hasn't seen in a while. So like, let's let them out and see what they do. I Kind of like, Kinda like the,
0: you, so you you went to the zoo. So that they can watch animals and you can watch them.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what, that's what we did. It was cute, though. They, 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 you know, they they like held each other's hands and stuff. It was very nice. I saw that. I saw a picture of them holding yes, hands. Sent, <laughs> my wife asked me to send pictures, and I sent them. And then, like, an hour <laughs> yes, later, she she she's like, how come you didn't send me the pictures? I'm like, I sent the fucking pictures. So I go to my phone, and I see you text me, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I sent them to Tom.
0: Well, I am saved on your phone as number one wife.
1: So. You are. Yes, you are. That's probably why I get confused.
0: <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so Tom got You on won't my tell her that. No, no, no. She doesn't need to know. I'm sure she knows, though.
0: Yes. Hmm. Yes, I, I saw all the pictures. They were very cute. Mm-hmm. Now, when she got done with the zoo, is she like uh, one of those kids that as soon as she hits the car, she's like asleep within two seconds? Well,
1: what happened, we actually went to lunch after that, and we were gonna, uh, the original plans were, we were gonna go to the fireplace,
0: which yes, I in heard. New
1: Jersey, which, uh, Ma, uh, not, I don't know if it's Mama or Ramsey, you're right, those borders, you don't know where the fucking Jersey these places are but it's on 17, and it fucking closed last week. After 65 years. Oh, so
0: it's closed.
1: Done. Done. After really? 60, after 65 years. COVID killed it. And it's a shame because yeah. that place was fucking amazing. Great burgers. They even had, like, a little pizza shop on the top of it. Good pizza. Um, I never had a bad meal there. I mean, it's like fast food. It's fast food, but it was it, it, it was good. Um, so we were going to go there, but then it closed, so then we had we went to Bahama Breeze in Paramus. Um, so we went there, and then...
0: They wife... have one in Paramus?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I know they have one on four.
1: Yeah, that's the one.
0: That's still can... See, again, Jersey with their fucked up jurisdictions. Uh, yeah, that's the one in Paramus. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's on four. Um, yeah. So, and I, was, I think there's another one in Wayne too. I know okay. there's a few around there. I haven't been there in about 10 years, but um, anyway, so yeah, so on the way home, to answer your question, my wife sits in the back with her to keep her up, because she will fall asleep, especially around, like, she we put her in bed, like, like a nap around noon, and it was like 1 o'clock at this point, so like I'd, we'd rather have her come home and sleep for an hour and a half than sleep for 20 minutes and then wake her up and, you know, that's that's it. So, um, yeah, my if we want to keep her up, one of us will sit in the back with her, otherwise she's out like a light. So, okay, yeah.
0: Now, she said you said she went to bed late. Like, what happened? Did you keep her awake the entire time, or on the ride home? No, no. When you got home, Or you? No, let her she actually
1: slept. Take a nap? She slept till three. We, I'm sure no one wants to hear this, but I'm gonna tell her anyway. So we stay. We let her nap. We try, we try and get her down between 12, 12.30. Um, we try and not let her sleep past 2.30. Now, if by some chance, we... You know, it's summer, so my wife has had her out and doing stuff and keeping her entertained. So, there's some times where she doesn't get to nap till like 1 o'clock. So, if that's the case, we let her nap till 3. So, at least they get two hours in. Okay. Um, now, we try and get her to bed at 7. Tonight, it was 7.30. But she didn't get... Go down until like little after eight. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she went. So she went. It was a it was a late day overall for uh, my daughter.
0: Okay. Yes. I, I was just I was just curious because like we uh <laughs> we would have our kind of set times with it, but if we were out, mm-hmm. the minute we hit the car, and it, it could be a five minute ride, we would just let them sleep. And then I would have to, like, lug them up to the, the thing. See, she, to their, uh
1: she'll wake up. Their and, cribs. Then, and then that's it. She's up. She's up.
0: Oh, so she's a very light sleeper on that? Yeah, she can be.
1: Yeah, she can okay. be. So we, that's why we stopped. Because that was always our plan. Like, oh, well, she'll fall asleep in the car. We'll transfer. And it worked when she was younger. It don't work anymore. She's up. <laughs> so I got you. Yeah, so she's all about the cat naps. <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah. Well I, I know two people I took are gonna be taking very long cat naps.
1: <laughs> and who's who would that be?
0: That would be well we'll start with uh I guess we'll start first with uh the beautiful one. Yeah. That is Bobby Eaton.
1: Yeah. Uh, this one kinda came out of nowhere because I'd never heard of him being sick or anything. I guess he had some heart issues maybe like 10, 15 years ago, but he, uh, oh, okay, I'm reading it right now, he had, been, he had been hospitalized in July after fall. Now, for anyone who doesn't know who Bobby Eaton is, Bobby Eaton was a wrestler, because we, we always report wrestler deaths on the show, uh-huh. he was one half of the Midnight Express. Out of the many versions okay. of the Midnight Express, he was one of the original ones. Him and, uh, I believe it was Dennis Condry. I could be wrong because I know there's been a few guys, but I think it was Bobby and Dennis. Um, and one of the interesting things with Bobby Eaton is, uh, he's been known as being like the nicest guy in pro wrestling. Like there's never been a bad word said about him. Like he was, Mick Foley wrote in his book that it was hard to pay for anything with Bobby Eaton around. Like he always paid for everybody. Yes. He was just that kind of guy. I heard he
0: would always he would like pack a uh, second suitcase with like toiletries and shit in it. Yeah, you know, like an extra pair of socks for people. So if they needed it, he was kind of like a. Oh really? Yeah, like he was that kind of guy. Like he never wanted anyone to be without anything, and he Hmm. was always kind of you know there for them.
1: Wow, I never I didn't know that. That's wow. I wouldn't do that for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd let you share my underwear.
1: I, that I, I you're, you're right. I, I do it for you. I'd let you share anything. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, really nice guy and um, extraordinary wrestler. I mean, if you ever watch some of, like, if you ever watch some of, like, the old 80s tag teams with him, like, he was just a tag team wrestler. And he had a good singles run in WCW. He won uh, the uh, TV Championship
0: at least. Which would be what, like, the Intercontinental, I guess uh, you'd say? No. If you have to go with uh, WWE. Uh.
1: Uh, Intercontinental kind of was more like the U.S. title. TV right. title would be like the European title. If you want to kind of go for okay. cat. yeah. But still, All I right. mean, it, it was a, it's a legendary title in yes. wrestling. The TV title, like a lot of Arn Anderson held a TV title. A bunch of people did, so it's it's nothing to be like laughed at. It's it's a respectable title. Um, he was part of the Dangerous Alliance at one point. Great. And so he had and, a You know what? I never syndrome. realized
0: this, and not to get off topic. Mm-hmm. But the Dangerous Alliance—that was one hell of a stable.
1: Oh my God, Rick Root, Steve Austin, like you had some heavy hitters in that
0: group. Arn Anderson.
1: Arn Anderson. Yeah, it was. It was when the Horsemen weren't around because Ric Flair was yeah. on in WWF. Yeah, it was a. It was a pretty like decent stable. I don't think it gets the respect it does though. But it
0: it, it really.
1: Yeah, very underrated stable. Hmm. And I guess the other thing
0: about uh, Bob Eaton that's a little bit interesting is he married um, Bill Dundee's daughter. Yes. And he, like, I guess Bill Dundee said, for anyone who doesn't know Bill Dundee, he was a Memphis wrestling legend. Him and Jerry Lawler kind of, they were the, the the staples of that Memphis wrestling uh, promotion.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And... Bill Dundee said my daughter will not date a wrestler, so they actually have to keep their relationship a secret. Yeah. And it's funny because she actually died like a few weeks ago. So, like, Holy him being such did. a... Holy
1: did. I didn't know... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading now. Donna died June 26, 2020. Wow.
0: Yeah. He probably died So, of it a just shows heart. how much of a nice guy he was, that he probably was such a good husband, too, that they died pretty much together.
1: Right. Your, I'm reading this now... Um, When Dundee found out she was dating Eaton, he relented because Eaton was such a nice guy. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Steve Austin said uh, wrestling him was like a night off because he had such a convincing um, offense, but it never hurt anybody. He never hurt anybody in the ring, ever. Um, So it's a big, it's a,
0: a definite big loss. Um, I yeah, definitely... he may not be a, a headliner, but probably in everyone in the locker room's eyes, he was probably one of the best mm-hmm. out there for personality, for professionalism, for keeping them safe.
1: Oh yeah, I think I think um, I think not headlining a single star, but headline tag team without a doubt. I mean, the Midnight oh, yeah. Express Rock and Roll Express feud is probably the mecca of tag team rivalries in wrestling. Because that feud went through so many promotions over the years. I mean, I would say it was like a 20-year, like, feud. It was almost like the Von Erich uh, uh, Freebird feud. Where it was just, like, a high-caliber kind of feud. And they had such great chemistry with each other. If you ever watch those matches, it's, it's just it's awesome to watch. If you're really into that kind of stuff and, like, that really old-school wrestling, like Tom and I are... Um, I think you get a good kick out of it. YouTube it. I'm sure there, there's a bunch on there. I know I have. So, um, so yeah. So rest in peace to beautiful Bobby. And uh, that, I, I heard that, and I was like, I was a bit sad because I, I always heard what a nice guy is, and it's a, just a shame that and he, he was young, 62, which is not old. Um, no. So it's a big loss for the wrestling community.
0: I guess we'll move on to the next one, and that would be uh, Yakov Moish Hakohen Maza,
1: <laughs> also known as
0: <laughs> also known as Jackie Mason.
1: Yeah, I didn't you know, know I mean, this, but
0: you just said it. Those those names are very similar.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Short, you know, Jackie Mason. Short for that. Yeah. But yeah, just a a broche belt comedian. He uh, he actually lived to be ninety three. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was born in probably one of the funniest names for a place, Sheboygan.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Huh. Yeah, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Sheboygan. He was born. He uh, he was doing comedy all the way up to his death, and he he was that typical, like, Jewish comedian. Yeah. He had just that, you know, that way of doing it. The, you know, the Dangerfield type, uh, Don Rickles type, it was just that, that Jewish comedian.
1: Yeah, he was like a Don Rickles type of comedian. But Ju- yes. A Jewish Don Rickles. Um, he was in The Jerk, Caddyshack 2, um, Chicken Soup. Um, you might not know his uh, face, but you probably know his voice if you ever watched The Simpsons. He played Krusty the Clown's rabbi father. Uh, rabbi yeah. H- Herman Kristovsky. Hyman, sorry, Rabbi Hyman Kristofsky. You know, that's got to be an inside joke. (laughs) But, um, yeah, he was in a bunch of episodes, too. Ten, I think it says right here, if I'm reading that right. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, He did some uh, spots on 30 Rock. A lot of stuff, a lot of specials, comedy specials. Wrote some books. I mean, he really kind of did it all. In ninety three, that's that's a that's a long life, that's a nice long life. Oh
0: yeah. And he was actually funny thing about him is he was a lifelong Democrat, but then he turned Republican and actually supported Donald Trump. So uh, that's probably why uh, he was canceled.
1: That's probably why life. I heard he died.
0: Yes. Hmm. So go
1: fucking figure.
0: Yes, that, that's a, I guess we never even really introduced him. But that, that was our trip into the uh, the cemetery. It Just was. to give everyone a heads up on anyone who didn't know that Zone died.
1: Yes. Well, we like to report. That's that. what we like to do. We do. We love reporting people's deaths. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyone else die? I don't think. I think that's it.
0: Well, I, I think Fred Durst might uh, have a He's, few death threats against him.
1: Yeah. So this is funny because I, I mentioned I watched that Woodstock '99 documentary. Did you watch that by any chance?
0: I did not, again, remember I was doing four doubles. Yeah,
1: you've been working. You've been working for the last two weeks straight. So it is kind of funny. Like, I feel like because of that, Limp Biscuit sort of got brought back into the spotlight. And just last week, they performed at Lollapalooza. And I came out, I heard they were, they, they were performing, and they were broadcasting it live on Hulu. So, obviously, I missed their performance live, so I went to YouTube, and I was, I came out here with a cigar, and I, and I watched, like, some of their set, and if you've seen Fred Durst, like, he does not look like the Fred Durst of 1999 at all, he has, I don't even know if you call it gray, like, this wavy gray hair, a handlebar mustache, like, like, Hulk Hogan kind of did, and he wore, like, a, like, a, what was it? Is that a bomber jacket or like a, this, like kind of like windbreaker kind of jacket? Like unrecognizable. Really? Yeah, I mean you can look on um, his Instagram. He posts a lot of stuff on there of what he looks like now, but you wouldn't even know it's him. Um, but I, I gotta say it was it was it was a good set, and they they still c- he's very mellow now as compared to what he used to be like, I mean, jumping all around and all that stuff, very mellowed out, uh, which I guess comes with age. Um, So he was
0: not breaking stuff?
1: No, not yet. He did perform it though. Um, Okay. But what Tom's referring to is that they canceled, they had a uh, show at the Stone Pony, which was tonight, Saturday, and an hour before the show began, they canceled it. (laughs) And then they announced the whole tour is canceled. And, Went last week. As I watched this, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're they're touring, because that's the one one of those bands I never got to see. And I always, oh really? Up, yeah, I always wanted to see them. I never got the chance to see them. So I'm like, you know, I, I let me go see like if they're touring. And sure enough, they were. <clears throat> and they were performing at PNC, um, couple two other places around. Here. Oh, um Gramercy, no, not Gramercy Theater. Where's the other place that we used to go to all the time? Uh... Was it Not Roseland. Roseland? No, it wasn't Roseland. It wasn't the... Oh, what the hell was it? Starts with an E, I want to say.
0: I can't think of it yeah, off the top it's, of my it's head it's right not,
1: now. It's, I guess it's not that important. Um, I looked at the ticket prices, and it was like $1... Eisenhower Hall? No, it wasn't that. The tickets were 180 for general admission. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> like, if it was 50 bucks, I would really consider going... But I'm like, I'm not gonna watch Limp Bizkit in 2021 for 180 bucks. Maybe the king would, but but I would. I mean, you're getting a, you're getting a watered down version of Limp Yeah, That's not a 180 concert for me. I'm sorry. I paid less yeah. to go see Elton John. And he is the piano man. He is. That's the real piano man right there. Um yeah. But yeah. So I guess like people are pissed off. but that's kind of been the M, the, uh, it's the MO of like all concerts lately. Like you think there's tours going on and then boom, gone, no one's touring.
0: It seems very (laughs) weird with them though. Like they were one band that was like at the top of the world and then they just like went away. There was like Mm. no, and they technically like never broke up from well, what I heard or read.
1: Wes Borland left after Chocolate Starfish. I would say that was around... He left maybe around 2002. So, I think one... And, you know, music kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Music, uh, in the early 2000s, like, it really went from Corn, Kid Rock, Limp Bizkit, and it started, like, transforming into, like, that, like... new Metal was kind of around, but then it started gravitating more toward, like, harder rock again. Um. So, I think... I mean, pretty much, I guess they just kind of just faded out. Like, that's kind of what happens. Like, if you ever look at that Woodstock 99 lineup, a, with the exception of a few, like Metallica and a few others, none of those bands are relevant anymore. And a lot of them are still around. This, with most of the same lineup, it's just that m- music taste has changed, for the worse, in my opinion.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, I, I just can't Now it's all about that anymore. fucking, like,
1: I don't know. The guy with the fucking mouse head. (laughs) I don't even know if he's even relevant anymore. Yeah. It's all about that fucking EDM shit. But, uh, yeah, they kind of... You're right. They they pretty much just just went away. and They released some albums here and there. Um, That Gold Cobra, I think, got released maybe 10 years ago. They supposedly made another album... Um, that they've been working on since then. It's never been released, so I don't know what's going on. It's like the new Chinese democracy, almost. like It's just an album you hear about, you hear they're recording it, you hear they're working on it, and it's never been released. And um, who knows? I mean, now that they're kind of sort of relevant again because of this documentary, maybe it'll get released soon. Who the hell knows?
0: Yeah, just the... Imagine just being, having tickets for this, and for anyone who's never been to the Stone Pony, it is a very small venue. It is like a quintessential shore bar with a friggin' stage on it. It's Mm -hmm. not big. No, not big. And you would think, like, hey, I'm gonna go there, it's gonna be an intimate venue, if you will, and then you get bamboozled. Not the tour. Even though that's been there, mm-hmm. just the uh, the show itself.
1: <laughs> nice, nice one.
0: Right, see I, I never, I, I
1: never went to Stone Pony, but I remember me and you went to Asbury Park to see another concert that was on the boardwalk. Yes. and uh, I remember, I remember you showed me the Stone Pony, and I'm like, wow, that place
0: is like it looked like a hellhole. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tiny. It's we... it's just a it's a dive bar. Yeah, at the shore.
1: Do you remember when we went to go see ICP? At that one place. I think it was Starland Review. I think it was, I think that was the name of the place. It was in Jersey. It was like this shack.
0: It was an old bridge.
1: Yeah. Yes. And in this place... And it was
0: in a basement. I,
1: I guess so. I remember... I mean, my... The deck I'm on right now was probably the size of, like, the general admission area. And it's not... It's a nice-sized deck, but it's no... It's not like... You can't have this many people... <laughs> Yeah, you can't have like oh, if, on this deck. <laughs> and that if this we were up if front. if this thing would
0: have caught on fire, it would have been like the uh, Happy Club down in uh, the, the city in the, the uh, '80s.
1: Oh, I remember, yeah, that's the in the Bronx, Happy Land. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was thinking more of the Great White Place in, in uh, what was it, Rhode Island? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I remember we were up front, and um, we paint. I mean, we were all painted our faces because <laughs> it was ICP. Um and you and Triple D were up front. Now, you guys are taller than me, so you had no yes. problem, but I'm a little underneath that, so, man, I, you couldn't breathe, and I had people shoving me, and <clears throat> ICP came out, and I remember wanting to get hit with Fago so bad because it would just cool me off, and it, <laughs> got to, it got to the point where I had to get the fuck out of there because I, I couldn't... Again, I'm I'm shorter than you guys. You guys are, like... Touching the ceiling with your heads, so I had to get out of there, and I got out of there. And my face was just all the all the makeup I had on was gone. It was just <laughs> completely gone from all the sweat and the fago that hit me. And uh, I never went back up front. And I think all you guys kind of like went on stage after that. Yeah, we were on stage. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that's the kind of place the Stone Pony is. It's like this small venue that, like, if you're up front, you better be prepared to like be tall or at least be kinda of strong to kind of sit up there because you're you're gonna get you're gonna get shoved, man. You're gonna get and not hit. be able to breathe for like an hour and a half. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I because I stuck through the opening act, which I think was Mars. You remember that guy? You remember Mars? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah I remember he was out for
0: whatever reason I remember didn't he have um like the colored contacts in
1: mm. wasn't that twisted?
0: They did, too, but I thought he had it he as well.
1: Did. He probably did. He probably did. He was part of that whole crew, and then they kicked him out. They kicked him out of uh, what, psychopathic, whatever it's called. Um, but, yeah, so that's the that's kind of what we're referring to. Like, the Stone Pony is so small. and yeah, But good concert. Very good show. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: You got the vodka shakes there?
1: Yeah. I'm talking a lot, so it's definitely hitting the system. Hmm.
0: Well, I guess we could talk about another band that uh, I lost a lot of respect for.
1: Did you have any respect for them to begin with?
0: Yes, because I considered them to be like the last uh, rock band. Mm-hmm. Like true rock band, if you will. Yeah. You Because know? right, as we stated about three minutes ago, um, rock music has died. And the Foo Fighters apparently put out a thing that they only wanted vaccinated people at their um, their concerts because of the um, kung fu. And boy, isn't it kind of funny that they had to postpone their concert after uh, people, I guess within the organization, if you will, ended up getting uh, COVID. So again,
1: you know, <laughs> it was it Dave Grohl?
0: Yeah, apparently karma's
1: a bitch. I get pissed. I, I never was into Foo Fighters. I never really got yeah. into Yeah, like they have some songs. Their first album was really good, which is, which, which apparently is just what I found out later in, in later years. Um, that first album was, was just Dave Grohl. Like he didn't really have the Foo Fighters together. It was just a Dave Grohl solo album pretty much. And, uh, they just kind of stuck. They made a Foo Fighters album. Um, after that, I thought they became very like rock pop. You know, um, they had some good they had some good songs like "Learn to Fly" and uh, "Big Me" and all that stuff. But uh, I never really, I never got into him. Never really saw. It. I always saw him as the drummer of Nirvana, and I couldn't really get past that because he's an excellent drummer. He's an excellent drummer. Um, I just never really could get into him. I never really grasped it, you know?
0: They, they were never my favorite band, but when you look at, like, um, if you will, the rock category for, like, the Grammys, they should win every year because any other rock well, band is band. just not rock anymore. <laughs> well, they're the only rock band left. Exactly.
1: What really irked me was uh, years ago, I think MTV, their Video Music Award, I think, like, My Chemical Romance <laughs> was in the rock category. It was one of those things, one of those emo bands and I was like fucking A like what the fuck's going on with rock and it was just downhill from there <laughs> and that was like in like the late 2000 like the 2000 the first decade of the 2000s um
0: and there's nothing else there, like it, that's why I like really music isn't. anymore
1: yeah it, there really isn't anything else and, and maybe because I just don't listen like there still are rock bands like rock I mean it's I wouldn't say it's dead. It's like dormant. Because I think things always kind of come back around. But it's been a while. I mean, it's been a good 10 years since like rock's really kind of overtaken like mainstream music. <clears throat> and there's just been nothing. You don't hear about rock bands. You hear about like Ariana Grande and that kind of shit. This bubblegum pop yeah. shit with their flesh and their asses all over the place. It's just that's what music's become like trash. Uh, uh, Ugh, and. It's uh, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I'm craving a new rock band. Like and I, I always, I'm always looking for new shit, and there is stuff out there again. But like, it's just, it, it's just not a lot of it. So, like, See, I go ahead.
0: I always kind of look like music comes in waves.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: I'm hoping that there's like an '80s revival, and we can get back into that. And it seemed like it was almost like scratching the surface because you were getting a lot of the 80s hair metal bands that Mm -hmm. were going back on tour and it's like hey maybe some of these young kids are going to start doing this again Mm -hmm. but the problem i think you have is there's like no you never hear about this like garage bands Mm -hmm. and that's where all of these rock bands started they started in a garage and they you know it was just a bunch of local kids you never hear that anymore it's almost like they uh to me when it comes to bands, they almost, like, kind of put them together in, like, a studio.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's no
0: one, like... It's not a bunch of, like, four kids that grew up together, played music, and then started a band. You don't seem to get that anymore.
1: No, you really don't. You really don't. But I would would
0: love to see, like, an 80s come back.
1: And I think the reason why is because they're not hearing rock bands on the radio. Uh So they hear the shit... So, like, that influences them to, to make more shit, and so on and so forth. And it's a shame.
0: But that's what's funny, because you, like, when you hear, um, like, biographies of, like, Death Leopard and, you know, Poison and all these 80s bands, they say that they were influenced in the rock thing by their parents who played, like, you know, Chuck Berry and, and Elvis and things like that. Mm-hmm. Why is there no kids right now that parents grew up in the '80s that are now doing it? And maybe we will see it because you know there are maybe some still younger or older parents now that are going to hopefully influence their kids. But I don't know. It just it seems very weird that you don't get that that same push to make them like that kind of music.
1: This uh, I got a question for you. You have two daughters now. When you're in the car with them, what do you listen to?
0: Um, when they're with me, they listen to podcasts. It's usually uh, political ones. Us?
1: Because
0: it's only, it's only the safe thing I can listen to. Yeah. <laughs> and then if they're with my wife, my wife has uh, Sirius, so they listen to you know Hair Nation, um, eighties, nineties, and. She has one country channel on there, and then, I think, like, maybe one modern one. Modern, you know, like, current, like, top 40.
1: Okay, so... But the right.
0: top 40 usually is skipped right through because it's all shit. Right. Right. But if we had to pick a music um, genre that they would be most influenced by, it would probably be 80s, because that's what we mainly would listen to with them in the car.
1: Okay. All right. So you're doing the right thing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But my kids are not very big in the music. I like. I can remember at my daughter's age, my older one, even my younger one. Like I had a, I had a Walkman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For anyone who doesn't know, that's a cassette player that is played in a little machine with headphones. <laughs> I have a lot. I have a lot of young kids at work, and I always make fun of them for that. I'm like, this is called a compact disc, <laughs> and I, I, I bust their shoes on that. But I would listen to my Walkman, and like, I was 10 years old listening to, you know, Guns N' Roses and like singing it out loud. And my parents were like, that's not appropriate, but they never cared. Mm It just, and even if my kids were singing, you know, some of those songs, I wouldn't even care because at least they know good music. In my eyes, good music. I agree. But they just, my kids just don't seem to care. They just, they, they don't, they're not big, they, for a little bit, they were in the Taylor Swift, and then when uh, when she got a little too stupid with the political stuff, I'm like, you're no longer allowed to listen to that hurt, and <laughs> she was wiped off the, wiped off the, uh, playlist.
1: Really? I'll never let my daughter listen, I hate, I hate Taylor Swift.
0: But again, it's like, it, it, that's the thing, and I think we're doing it right. You know, you, you have your daughter watching, uh you know, wrestling and old-school cartoons. And we kind of do the same thing. Like, I make sure that the kids are watching, um, you know, The Goonies and Lethal Weapon and all the good movies, mm-hmm. not the shit that's out now. Right. So I, I just – I find it very weird that uh, that they – that they don't have kids being influenced like this anymore to be able to um, – Bring back the garage band type thing.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's uh it's like I said, it's just like they don't hear rock on the radio, so they just kinda go by what they hear and what they hear is shit. So it's it's sad for this, you know, next generation coming up and I think until you hear rock make some kind of small comeback that's the only way it's going to influence anyone to make rock music because these record companies, they're not looking for rock bands. They, no. you know, they're, they're looking for what's hot right now, and unfortunately rock is not it.
0: Yeah, I just, I I can't get into anything other, like, there, there's just, to me, there's no good music. I just, I don't like any of it.
1: Like, I see, uh, a, like, When Lollapalooza is headlined by Miley Cyrus, something's fucking wrong. Oh, really? I don't know if she headlined, but she was... I know she was there, and she, you know, she was performing. So... And that, to me, is not... If anyone considers her rock, then you're fucking sad.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But, speaking of, uh, my little one is out here. She, I think, she, you can see her now a little bit because the fire is raging. But yeah, she, she's not a music guy. So, music girl, eh, guy, girl, whatever <laughs> she can pick.
1: Yeah, uh, it's all about what they want to do these days.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, it, it's just it's sad. It's it, I mean, essentially, we could have kept music in the graveyard here because it is dead.
1: I prefer the word dormant. I think it's still it's still out there if you know where to look. There are bands still. But I go. I I um. The king usually gives me some good bands every now and then. He'll message me like, "Hey, check out this uh, this band, this song." So he uh, he has his ear to the ground, a lot better than I do. I think in terms of rock bands, you know, he goes in his little basement and drinks and listens to
0: music. <laughs> yes So But hopefully we uh, We can bring it back I mean
1: I sure hope so I really do yeah. so I want my Daughter And No but My next kid To kind of Know that's out there And to They don't have to like it But at least kind of Respect it and know it Like I grew up listening my dad was always, you know, we always. My dad was the driver, obviously. So we, I grew up listening to uh, CBS FM. He always okay. had CBS FM on. So while the music, I, I didn't really like it. It definitely played a part in my musical knowledge growing up. Because uh, he was into like, you know, Elvis and stuff like that. He, he wasn't a Beatles fan. Um. But then he, you know, he liked the doors, like Led Zeppelin. So I'd hear that a lot growing up, and that kind of transferred me into like an Aerosmith, and Metallica, and Megadeth. I mean, it's it's a <laughs> it, it's a far stretch from doop, but that's kind of what tra- you know helped me transition into that. Like, all right, this this is like 70s rock, Aerosmith, I should say, and uh, that's how it kind of jumpstarted me. Um, and it's funny because like I'll now I find myself listening to CBS FM, really, <laughs> and it's all stuff from like the eighties and nineties pretty much on there, which is now considered oldies. <laughs> huh. Yeah, like I I put it on not too long ago, and uh, uh, what was playing? I think it was like Tiffany or something. <laughs> it was something like that. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like I remember when this song came out. And I always questioned him growing up, like, why do you listen to this old shit? But now I get it. Because it's like that's the music he grew up. Like, that was like his that's his nostalgia. I'm like, now, like now I'm listening to this fucking whenever I serious sometimes could be a little like um redundant. Like it's it's the same shit oh over my God. and over again.
0: I'm I'm not lying when you say this. But my wife will put it on and Queens is on every Time we're in the car.
1: What silent lucidity?
0: That's one of them. Yeah,
1: that's always
0: I mean, it's on. Always on. And good song, but not Queens every. Reich,
1: no, Queensrick has so many other good songs, but yeah, they're that. You're right. That's played a lot, especially on the um, the Hair Nation channel. Um, so it does. It's the same shit. So I will put on... sometimes like if I'm not listening to like, my Spotify. I'll put on CBS FM because that's like it's. If you have other people in the car, it's 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 good to kind of have. But now I'm, that's my go-to regular radio station. I don't put on anything else because it's all like you know Z one hundred is shit and one hundred four point whatever is shit and um. That's my go-to. So now it's kind of funny how like just now I'm listening to it and I'm like, wow, I never thought in a million years like I'd be listening to this station. When I was like seven years old in the back of my blazer <laughs> listening to it, so here I am.
0: <clears throat> you you've turned into you've turned into your father. I
1: have. I have. I'm not ashamed to admit that.
0: Did you way. tell him this story? Does he get a good chuckle out of it?
1: I had told him that and he and he, he did laugh. I'm like, Yeah, that's like that's I listen to it all the time. It's 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 my music now on there. So it's just kinda of funny.
0: I mean, when you really think about it, though, all stations really have it the best. Yeah. Because if music does get shitty, they can just always revert back to other things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, like, you have an oldies channel. It could be from the, the 60s all the way up till the 2010s. It's considered an oldie. And, yeah. I mean, they, they, their library is ever-expanding.
1: It really is. It's. It's. You're right. It's never. It's a never-ending library. As long as it's like, I figure what the cutoff is, but if it's like, if you think about it, 2001, songs that came out in 2001 now is, that's an oldie. Because when I was growing up in like the late 80s and yes, late 80s, early 90s, like they were playing 60s music, and that's almost like the same amount of time now as between this 2021 and 1991. It's that same distance. So it's. It it's pretty crazy to think about.
0: Oh yeah. I guess we should maybe uh, switch subjects and Would you like to what would you rather talk about first? Cuz we're going to get to both of them. But would you rather talk about the uh vaccination vaccine <laughs> mandate that is in New York City? Okay. Or would you rather talk about our uh, our esteemed governor, Andy, grabbing fannies, killing grannies, Cuomo?
1: I like that. Um, they really kind of bleed into one another, so it doesn't really matter what we... Th- we can start with the, the vaccination and then bleed into him, because yeah. they do go hand in hand. Um, I, I'm assuming what you're talking about is um, you have to get a vaccine now if you want to do anything. Pretty much. Right.
0: Yeah, this is this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and I know you get people out there and it's a very polarizing topic. But to me, it. I find it very funny that people sit there and they're like, you need to wear a mask to protect us. You need to get a vaccine to protect us. Well, if the vaccine works, why do I need a mask? And if a mask works, why do I need a vaccine type thing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And essentially what I guess uh, the communist uh, mayor of New York City, uh, Billy de Blasio, said is that for you to go to New York City, to go to gyms, go to restaurants, you have to get a vaccine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What I find very um, ridiculous about this is, and I don't understand why more people aren't bringing this up, this does not go into effect for another few days. If this was so deadly and such a problem, wouldn't it go in effect immediately? Well wouldn't they be like
1: I think what they were hoping for now I'm not defending this. I'm just playing like uh devil's advocate. What what they're I think they're hoping for is that everyone would kinda go out and get the vaccine, but there's people like you who didn't and that's kind of. if you look now, it seems like things are starting to kind of slowly creep back. To you got to wear a mask and all this. Like they, they just said that at work. They lifted the mask rule a month ago, and now it's back. If you, if I have to go take a piss, I have to wear my mask now, which is just fucking bullshit.
0: So, but, if you're you cubicle, do you have to wear one?
1: No, if I'm. Gonna make, now, if I'm in, if I'm in my if I can't talk if I'm in my cubicle, I don't have to wear one because that's my space. But if I get up to go like get a drink of water or like fill my you know my Yeti cup, I gotta I gotta wear a mask. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't.
0: <laughs> Which is ridiculous because it's is it all like kind of in the same room? What do you mean? If like is your water cooler in the same room that your cubicle's in?
1: I mean, I have to, to, like, walk down, like, a hallway to get it. It's, like, in a lunchroom. It's, like, a kitchen. Kitchen Okay, like a
0: kitchenette, which is connected to the main room you're in.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So you're wearing a mask between there and there. You've been breathing in and out. Your coworkers have been breathing in and out all day. If that air is in there, it's in the room. Pretty much, Your air droplets are in the room. Pretty much. So by you standing, like, what? what? You're (laughs) sitting at four foot tall. When you stand up at five foot seven, five foot eight, what what th- that that's where it affects people. I, what if I, I'm a midget? Why can't I? If I'm if I'm a four foot midget, why can't I just not wear one? Because everyone else who's sitting is fine. It, 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 people are getting played by this, and it's just completely silly.
1: It is, but the number. I mean, if you look, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Like you're starting to see a lot a lot of cases again.
0: I but mean, cases while, mean you, nothing to me. It's hospitalizations and death.
1: You're right. You're, you're right. That, that, that is the bigger number to look at. And
0: right now, and on top of that, they talk about, oh, it's this Delta variance. It's this Delta. Well, there's not a test for the Delta variance. There's just a COVID test. So mm-hmm. who knows how many people have this Delta variance? This, this surge, if you will, if you want to call it that, may not be anything other than COVID. It may not be the Delta variance because there's no specific test for it. And again, if it was this immediate, it should have went implemented right away. Yeah. I, and now, in New York, they say that there's about 50% of people who are vaccinated. Do you believe that? Do you think the numbers maybe a little uh, floated?
1: I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. All I know is I see, like, now you're starting to see places like, you need a mask to come in here. And uh, where was I, I went somewhere yesterday or today. I forget where it was, but it was like, uh, you need a mask to enter here. Couple weeks ago, that sign wasn't there. So it, it's creeping back, and 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 it's it, it pisses me off because you think like everything's okay again, and like things are starting to return to normal, and then this shit happens. And look, I don't I don't care about the, the numbers. I just want my life to fucking go back to normal. Like I I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of I've had it. It's been a year and a half of this shit. I just want to be able to like to go out and not have to worry about bringing my mask. I got to the point where I wasn't bringing my mask anywhere. Now I have to bring it again. Yeah, I'm That's, just not bringing it. I, well, you never did. <laughs> but I used to have a couple masks, like four masks, just to kind of like, I don't know. I, I just had them. You know, you pick some up along the way. That's how it became. I lost a few of them. <laughs> I have one left. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck happened to these masks. They're gone. And I didn't really care about it until the last like two weeks and now I'm like fuck I gotta find I, I got one mask pretty much that I'm using it's just I, I thought I thought I was gonna be able to celebrate Halloween this year with no mask and, and now I'm gonna have to. it's just fucking bullshit yeah and,
0: and I I honestly believe that the numbers are much lower than what they're put, putting out there because mm. again I don't trust the government as far as I could throw well, that's the, the government
1: that's the, <laughs> that's the media too It's the media too
0: Yeah, I think that there's a, um, I think there are people who have it, but I think there are people that are definitely against it, um, I know, like, when, um, like, gay people talk about it, they call themselves True Bloods. Gay people?
1: Gay people.
0: True Bloods, gay people are, um, they're gay people who have never been with the opposite sex.
1: There's a name for that now?
0: Well, no, no, what I'm saying is I'm almost like a true blood for the Kung Flu. I I have not gotten a test, and I am not getting the vaccine, so I'm like a true blood when it comes to that. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I didn't know this was a term.
0: Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: So now you have true blood gays?
0: Yep. They've never been with the opposite sex, only been gay or lesbian. We got to make sure we uh, count everyone in.
1: That's interesting.
0: But yeah, I, I just think that this is completely um, exaggerated. And how we talked about the fireplace uh, earlier in the show, I guess on Yelp, they said that, I guess, if from polls and from speaking with restaurant owners, that if this lockdown comes again, 60% of restaurants will never reopen. I believe it. And I mean, I like, believe that, yeah. what are they doing? It's well, we and
1: know again, it is? I think um, the price of food is going up. That's oh yeah, what, that's what kind of caused the, bond, the the bonfire. That's what caused the fireplace to kind of. Well, one of the reasons why it ceased to exist because they they said it in their post like the cost of food has gotten high that they just couldn't they couldn't keep up with it anymore. And you're right. I think any place that barely survived the first lock shutdown isn't going to survive this time around. Exactly. Which is, which is which sucks because the best places, in my opinion, are the places that are like mom and pop kind of shops that like. Uh, we had this. There's this deli down the street that we loved. Um, I forget the name of it. We loved going there. Like we didn't go there all the time, but like maybe like every now and then we would go because they'd make they make great sandwiches. They closed their doors a couple months ago. It's, just, oh, yeah. it's that's it's the these are the kind of places that you go, You're see, like, go out. You're not going to see like Chili's of Business. You're going to see these like little delis down the street that make your uh Taylor ham and egg and cheese fantastic and that's going to be gone now.
0: Oracle. Whatever. <laughs> uh, one of the guys that I know, um he, he <clears throat> excuse me. This cigar there. Um he actually does barbecue So he'll get, like, racks of ribs, chicken, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he said in, like, the past few months, it's almost gone up, like, $60 a case for, like, a case of ribs. It's absolutely insane how much food has gone up. And, again, it's not from – what is going on? Because I don't see there being, like, a lack of chickens around. This doesn't affect chickens. I don't know. So,
1: the price of meat has skyrocketed,
0: though. Well, yeah. Even – well, I mean, look at this. The uh, the place that we're going to go for our football draft. Uh, two years ago when we went there, it was – you would go to the draft party. You know, if you set up a table where you would have 15 people, and it was all-you-can-eat wings. And we ate a ton of wings that oh, night. we did. I mean, I think I ate probably like two and a half dozen wings.
1: Great wings. Jimmy G's.
0: Yes. But now, I guess they're only doing, like, you can only be there two hours, I yeah. guess. And they're only giving you, like, 10% off of your meal. Oh, so now I, you're paying for the wings.
1: Wow, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I, yeah. I think Papa sent that. I didn't. I kind of glanced at it. I didn't really read it. I didn't notice the two-hour thing. No football draft lasts two hours. <laughs> A live draft, I should say. Yeah. It's Especially
0: not. with us idiots. We're, we're bullshit oh, yeah. and then fucking around.
1: Yeah, that's not gonna last two hours. So I'm kind of... I did see that. And I'm like, "Fuck!" Like, I don't think that's gonna... that's gonna work.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's a shame. Because we housed those wings. Maybe that's why they changed it. Because <laughs> we yeah. had a lot of wings that night.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of uh, flightless chickens out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the meat. But was, yeah, I, was I think
0: but I, I just see this as just being the, the death sentence, and again, call me a conspiracy theorist or whatnot, but it's almost like the government wants you on their tit. They need you there. They need you to sit there and say, I need a stimmy, a stimmy I need this, I need you to do everything, and that's really not the way that America was made. America was made through entrepreneurs and, and building businesses and this is the growing America. that way, and I think they're just going to destroy it, and if their thing is to really make it a a socialist country, they are doing a hell of a job doing it right now.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's unfortunate. And, I mean, I
0: find it funny too because you know they talk about you know when Trump was in, everyone was Nazis. If you were if you were a uh, conservative, you were considered a Nazi. Yet now they're all right with saying papers. Where are your papers? You know what's funny? You
1: no, know, it's funny. Is that you know they blame Trump like oh he should have done something about the pandemic. He could have stopped it. Well, now you have this Delta variant coming in. Why didn't Biden stop it? You don't hear about that. Yeah. You don't hear about no. that. It's, it's. You don't even hear anything about Biden. I haven't heard anything about no. this guy in, in. It's August now. Eight months. He's been in office. I haven't yeah. heard fucking shit.
0: He he's had an answer. He had an answer. And uh, one guy today on I saw on social media. He's sitting there said you know like the. Uh, you know he was blaming Trump for all this. And you can't blame Trump
1: anymore. He's gone.
0: Yeah. And I said to him, I'm like, um, you know, he was like, Trump took too long to get this done. And I'm like, he literally had a group working on this. And the name of the project was Operation Warp Speed, Mm -hmm. which if you look at any type of vaccine, this was like the probably one of the fastest vaccines that was ever rolled out. And, you know, like they, they love pointing the fingers at Trump did all this bad stuff, but they can never look at what Biden's doing. That's good, if you will. And. I put that in quotes just so no one gets uh, mm-hmm. thinking I'm I'm siding with this the dope that's in uh, the White House now. But yeah, he literally has done nothing.
1: He really ha- He really has. Uh, he's been
0: fairly quiet.
1: I mean, maybe because people are concentrating on the virus still. I, I don't know. But like, it's just I, I, like I said. Like, you don't hear anyone blaming him. Like, why didn't he stop? The Delta virus coming, or whatever it's called, coming in.
0: Well, even with that, I mean, like, Trump went to North Korea, like, his first few years. He did, he went to Jerusalem and made that, like, Biden's literally done nothing. Like, he's, like, you never hear of, like, an accolade that he's done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, he never, it's all negative stuff that you hear, but it's never, like, reported. You don't hear about, you know, they try to, like, shun the border crisis, Um, one thing recently is, I guess, uh, I'm not sure which airline it was, but I guess in like Texas that like pilots were getting forced to get the vaccine and they were just walking off flights. They're like, we're not doing this. And there were people like stranded in the, in the, um, terminals for like days and like the news did not even report on it. It's scary that the media has such an impact on what people are hearing. Granted, that's their job, but they're not – they're, like, doing the opposite of what they should be doing. Yeah. They're not reporting on it, and people are essentially not hip to what's really going on out mm-hmm. there. And I think that this is going to – I think this could really come to a head. You know, they talked about Trump starting a civil war, you know, divide the, the great divider on that and stuff. But I really think, like, essentially you're going to see people – and it might even be Democrats that are going to get tired, you know – I owned, a, I owned a business and I'm a Democrat and I put, you know, it was my grandfather's business. It was my father's business. It's my business now. And I can't keep, you know, food on, you know, money in my pocket and food on the table for my kids. They might maybe start waking up and going, you know what? This is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it might not affect them until it, or it may not uh, resonate with them until it affects them. And I think when that happens, you're going to see, you're going to see some major shit coming down. That's my personal opinion.
1: Probably, yeah. Um, All right, so moving on. You
0: know, and it's just silly. It's like certain things are, um, you know, you you need vaccines. What was that?
1: I said moving on, but you kept going, so keep going.
0: (laughs) No, no, just like things like, you know, they they were all excited. De Blasio and Cuomo were excited that they're going to bring back Broadway. You're going to have people possibly not showing up, and you're going to have big Broadway productions that aren't making the cut. Maybe that'll start affecting them then. And oh, yeah, I, I think that's what you need. You, almost, you, I hate to say it, and it sounds very cold and callous when I say it, but you almost need like this to happen, where people are really truly affected on both sides of the political aisle.
1: You're right. No, you're you, you actually are. You're right about that. You're right. And I think you're. I think you kind of make a point with, uh, you know, those liberals love Broadway, and yeah. uh, if that shuts down, that's when I think you'll see like that kind of
0: change. But I don't know. I digress. Um, but I guess we should get to our other shithead in New York.
1: Yes. Who? I mean, t- I mean, this was rumored a year ago, and it kind of got swept under the rug. But now it really came out, and there's been like several cases of yeah. uh, uh, Cuomo up here in New York uh, has been hit with numerous sexual harassment suits. <laughs> I mean. There's a ton. I was watching at the deli at work. They had the, the news on. I love this. I love this deli. This um, it's a deli I always went to. And then, I, by by the time I came back to work, the original guy sold it. This new guy, and this new guy is very pro police. Like uh, he has police stuff. I think he's. I don't know if he used to be a cop or someone in his family was a cop, but very like you could tell what kind of place this is, and it's my kind of place. Um, But he had the news on, and the ticker under... It was at the the press conference with Cuomo and all this stuff going on. It's when it broke. And you had all the the ticker underneath it just listed every single, um, I guess, complaint against him. And it went on for a while. (laughs) There was, like, seven. (laughs) Like, he made, like, advances toward one woman. He, like, kind of, like... Ask someone about like their sexual preference or some stuff like that. Pretty much, we knew he was a scumbag, and now it's really starting to come out that he is a scumbag. Oh, yeah. But no one wanted to listen to it the first time around, because Cuomo was being praised like Giuliani was
0: after 9 11. But if Giuliani he's... actually did something.
1: Yes, but I'm just, I'm just that's kind of how I'm just comparing the praises. And uh, he saved New York. He didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. He made the made state worse. And now, anyway, Ugh. it's coming out that his guy is just a fucking piece of shit. Like most politicians.
0: Yeah, this... I hope that this buries him. I would love to see the Tappan Zee Bridge back. It'll always be the Tappan Zee well, for me. Well, he
1: named it after his father, right? Yeah. So you're not gonna really see... Unless something comes out about the dad...
0: Well, hey, we're in a What's,
1: cancel culture. Well, and you're right. You're absolutely right. That might happen. You might stuff stuff gets dug up, man. Nothing's hidden forever, and that could come back to bite him. And I and I hope it kind of does because I I hate I never call it the Cuomo Bridge. I call it Tap Z. It'll always be Tap. It always be the and Z. It, it's not the same bridge, but to me, it's it's. I mean, you talk about the fucking arrogance on this fucking piece of shit to name it after someone in his family.
0: Oh yeah, it's all about him.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right, and could not have happened to a a better guy, in my opinion. All this shit, it just goes to show you what a fucking dink he is, and now the world's finding out.
0: Yeah, and just the arrogance of him still. Like, I mean, these accusations came out, and he like, and he was just denying, like, nonchalantly denying it. Like, no, 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 like, really. You know, when when Brett Kavanaugh was in or anyone else that, you know, Trump wanted to get in there, oh, they're guilty, they're guilty, they're guilty, but he sat there and, you know, nope, nope, not me, not me, and it's just, you know, with Kavanaugh, they were accusations, and it was essentially proven that he didn't do it, you know, through all those, you know, all those uh, congressional hearings and all that, he didn't do it, and these are actually charges that are not only state but federal charges of sexual harassment and he's just denying it so you know grant that he is guilty until proven innocent in you know the eyes of the court but when you, you when you have probable cause where a attorney general is putting her reputation on the line who is pointy from him saying yeah he did it that ain't good So I hope he, uh, and, and, but again, though he won't resign, he's too arrogant, and you have too many stupid people in, you know, New York City, Albany, Schenectady, and you know Rochester, Buffalo, the big cities that are going to keep him in. That's what that that's what I find is the the most asinine part of it. Right. But you have people that are just completely, you know, they they don't they don't want to pay attention. They don't want to open their eyes to this. But,
1: um, <clears throat> Lindsey Boylan, a former aide for Cuomo, who was a Democratic candidate for Manhattan Borough President in 2020, alleged, Cuomo sexually harassed me for years. Many saw it and watched. Uh, he takes advantage of people, including me, and ran a toxic team environment. Uh, Charlotte Bennett, an, exec- an executive assistant in health policy advisor of Cuomo, also accused him of sexual harassment, saying that he asked her about her sex life on several occasions in spring 2020, and if she had been in sexual relationships with older men. This is just two of the many that have come out. Um, I'm I'm just... a Third woman, March 1st, alleging Cuomo had sexually harassed her and touched her without consent on her bare lower back. Fourth woman, March 6th, alleged Cuomo touched her inappropriately on her lower back and kissed her hand. That same day, a fifth woman came out, claiming that he hugged her too long and too tightly. March 9th, a sixth woman <laughs> alleged that Cuomo inappropriately touched her at the governor's mansion. And then, um, March 12th... I mean, I'm I'm at 8 now. <laughs> yes. I'm at... Now there's ten, 10, 11, 12. There's... I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot, man. One or two, I could be like, eh, you know, maybe they're bullshitting, but 12 women coming out, like, fucking hey, man. That's a lot of women you're fucking inappropriately touching. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh, absolutely.
0: That's a lot. Now,
1: I haven't now, touched 11
0: women inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> a few guys, but no men, or no women.
1: More men than women. I mean, Eleven men, yes. But,
0: <laughs> 11 women. but, I mean, again, being an, an Italian-American as you are, do you find it offensive that he tried to use that as the uh, the excuse? Is
1: that, is, did he do that?
0: Yeah, he That's tried to culture? say that, you know, in our culture, you know, we were very uh, kissy and, and touchy and things like that. Okay, do you find that, that offensive?
1: That is, no, um, because it is it is kind of true. Uh, okay. to, to an extent, to an extent, um, I grew up in a very, like, I don't want to say touchy feely, um, a very like uh, old school, old school affectionate family, always hugging. Oh, you know, again, you hugged me. I'm, I'm a, I'm a good hugger. Yeah, thank you, thank you for agreeing with that. Um, I concur. So. I, I, I think it's a shit excuse, because that's not an excuse, um, but he isn't wrong in that. Like that's, But you do that with people you know. With exactly. Fa- you do that with your family or your close friends. You don't do it to women you work with, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's that's where I find the, the rub with it. It's yeah. like, he's just, I think he's just trying to save his own skin, and I of think course. it's going to come back to essentially bite him in the ass on this because you're essentially are admitting the guilt on it because it's not how you perceive the harassment to be it's how the other person perceives the harassment to be absolutely
1: absolutely again like I said it's it's you don't do it with people like I don't fucking hug the people I work with I don't ask them about their sex lives like I don't ask anyone about their sex lives really but you don't touch especially the the touching inappropriately like Maybe I could see one, like, you know, wh- wh- why are you hugging people you work with anyway? Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: That, that, that right there is like, unless they initiated it, I can, like you know, like, that's one thing. But, like, someone in that seat of power, I can't see, I can't see someone coming up to him and like, oh, you know, like, give me a hug kind of, like, he abused it. That's an abuse of power. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I think he's a dick. And I, I think this is just... Uh, I'm glad it's happening to him because he's just a dickhead. And this is... Uh, yes.
0: I hope he burns. Yeah. My
1: only, my only fear is he'll leave and someone worse will come in. Whoever that may be. Yeah. I guess that's something you have to worry about in any scenario. I
0: don't know. Yeah, because it, it, it. I mean, the state's pretty bad, but I could only see it getting worse. And if it does, we we are in for a shitstorm here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I pray it doesn't, but we, we shall see. Yeah, I guess we shall. But again, couldn't happen to a nicer guy.
1: I agree. I agree. I'm glad everyone's starting, kind of starting to see it. We've been we've been saying he's a piece of shit for over a year now. No one listens yeah. to us, Tom. They don't listen to us.
0: I I mean, I've had a few I've had a few right things going on so far, but uh, people don't want to listen. No.
1: So. Oh, you cracking open a beer? Good for you.
0: It is a Bud Zero.
1: Oh, of course it is. <laughs> of course. <laughs> How you doing? I I do want to commend you on something before we before we leave tonight. Um. Tom has done something that not a lot of people have done, and I, and I think this is. Uh, I don't praise you too much, so I'm gonna praise you now. Tom lost 100 pounds in under a year, yes, which is so incredible. And I, I just want to, you know, give you a round of applause. Uh, I think uh, that, that thank you. I, I really believe. I, I'm I'm proud of you. I think that's such an awesome achievement. You stopped drinking. We all laughed at you. You made a post about it and <laughs> we like we like, and you really stuck to your guns and, th- and that's really something to to be commended for and um good for you dude really good you. for you I it. no seriously that's that's awesome like i lost 30 pounds and that and that's good but like to lose 100 pounds is just fucking amazing like there's got to be some kind of a, a award for that i'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to give you yeah, whatever. It's called done, not
0: having a heart attack.
1: We have we haven't done this in a long time. I'm going to give you the bullshit of the month for oh, uh, okay. for losing <laughs> for losing 100 pounds in under a year. People some people take years to lose 100 pounds. You did it under a year and I think that's pretty damn good. So for me to you, congratulations. That's 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 really cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'd
0: like to I'd like to nominate myself for asshole of the week because <laughs> I gained 100 pounds when I shouldn't have. <laughs> Oh, listen, man.
1: You know, I, I've come to learn that once you get past a certain point, it's hard to fight off the dad bod. And, and you get comfortable and, you know, it, it, it happens. And I don't think oh, that's – that's does. not a, And that's not a bad thing. And you had to you, – you know, you had a big – I remember you kind of started to lose weight a couple of years ago and then you broke your ankle. And so you, you really couldn't walk for a couple of months and that really hits you hard. And that – so I'm not going to – you know, listen – Shit happens, man. Don't don't hate yourself for gaining all that weight. The fact that you lost all of it, and you're still losing, yes. I think that's that's pretty damn cool. So, don't I, I don't hate on yourself for gaining weight. We all gain weight. You know, it happens. You get older, your metabolism isn't as good as it was when you were, like, 21. So.
0: But I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. I, I really do. No it, problem. it feels good to, uh, you know, have that.
1: Why... Well, I saw it your. Also th- I saw your post, and like, people laughed at me when I stopped drinking. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, that's to us. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. you know, we do the Buster Chops. Like, no one ever, yes. no one ever says, you know, Tom sucks. Like, no one ever said that. Just say so no, know.
0: no. I, in all honesty, I've uh, I thought I would get a lot more shit for not drinking, especially for kind of the way that I was. Cause, right, I mean, I would always push you know drinks on people. You know, you, I would yes, like if it was you, if you it was noon that. and I didn't have anything to do. I'd call up people and be like, "Let's go to the bar, well, you know, let's um, let's drink." Let's, your
1: your famous line was, "Are we gonna start drinking?" Are we gonna start? Drinking? <laughs> and then when everyone stopped drinking, it's like, "How come no one's drinking? How come no one's drinking?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was your famous two lines.
0: <laughs> and so, even no, even going on like the uh the. Uh, guy's weekend, and you know, a few weddings here and there. No one's really busted my balls about it, but, you know, like, or, and tried to like push beer on me. No, so appreciate everyone else for, you know, being supportive and on and, and, um, that aspect for me.
1: Our, we'll always give you a, like, not a hard time, but we'll, we'll tease you. But yes. we would never do anything to, like, um, Maliciously hurt me? Yeah, like, we wouldn't set you up to fail. Yeah. Everyone busts balls. My balls get busted. Yes. Your balls, the, the Kings, forget it. That's, like, light years away from what we deal with. But uh, no one would ever do that to you. So, you know, I, but I saw that. I was like, I kind of felt bad. <laughs> I really, I hope he didn't take that to heart. Like, at all times, I kind of like, why aren't you drinking? <laughs> so... Uh, but, I, 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 but seriously, good job, and I think that's really cool, and, and uh, I, I actually, when I was down the shore with my family a couple of weeks ago, um, my cousin, who's a very big Bull in the Rings fan, I was talking to him about it, and I showed him a picture of you, what you look like now, and he's like, holy shit, like, you lost a lot of weight, and I'm like, yeah, he's doing really good, like, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him, you know, he kind of, like, turned everything around, and... So, but, uh, I, I think, you know, stuff like this needs to be commended. So I just want to kind of throw that out there. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter, Ring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. You can follow us on, on uh, Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Music. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button and rate and review us. Help us gain up a little bit in that ranking of, uh. Apple Podcast. Maybe one day we'll be in the top 100. Who knows. Tom, anything like to say before we, uh... Before we better do this week. Three weeks in a row, I, sh- I should add. A podcast. It's, uh, yes, uh... It's pretty damn good. We're, we're,
0: we're starting to get good at this thing, coming I back, you know. I think so. I think so. Is, you know, it, it, it's been tough. It's been tough. But we, we are, uh... We're doing it. We're, we're we're trying to we're trying to keep going here. You know, we never. We, I mean, we had a little hiatus at the beginning of the year,
1: but you know, I think people understand. Like, you're working toward your retirement fund, and I, I become a new dad. So, listen, shit gets busy. Yes. I mean, that's uh, that's how it is. But we're still delivering content to you whenever we can. Uh, and I think we're doing a pretty damn good job. So, so we'll be here. We'll be here next week. We'll always be here for you. Yes. Never fear. Alright, until next time. I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls
0: and.